Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. We might never change the world, at least we've had our say. Real talk about movies, music, politics, race, and religion. Growing Up, Not Growing Old, the feeling is still the same. Live from New York, it's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast. My name is Mike Russo. What's going on out there? Got my brother on the show this week. But before we do that, I just want to call... Uh, oh, wait a minute. I want to call my man Jay here real quick. Because I just thought of something. I thought he might... He... Uh, never mind. He's not on. Yeah, motherfucker. Hello. What's up, Mike? What's going on, Jay? How you doing over there? I'm doing good. Yeah, I just thought of something just now, and uh, I was gonna text you about it, but I have to be on here in, in a little minute, in a little bit anyway, to get my brother on. So I figured I'd just ask you to come on and do a quick five minutes with me. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? All right, Chris, Boomba, right? Okay. Do you also hit me up yesterday? And what did he say? We're, we're recording right now, by the way. He said, he hit me up on a text and he goes, what you are up to. <laughs> How it going. <laughs> All right. This is the guy, for people who remember, who uh, we took him to the, the, the whorehouse in Queens for his 21st birthday to get him laid. So we, everyone, if, if anyone out there remembers that story, he's the slow, not retard, he's slow. Slow. A little slow. A little is like Rocky. Nah, I wouldn't say that. I mean, Rocky was was street smart at least. What, what is it? Fucking pick on on Chris Boomba Day? You know, it wasn't supposed to be pick on Chris Boomba Day, but I was just sitting here and and we know between me and you, we know all the Chris stories pretty much. But I thought of one that I don't think you know. You know, not only do you know it, you were the cause of it. What does that mean? All right. Do you remember he had the blow-up doll? <laughs> no, I don't. You don't remember the blow-up doll he had? I do not remember the blow-up doll one fucking bit. Dude, this is what happened, and this is co- this is your fault. He – all right. So it goes without saying he, he, he couldn't get girls, so he got a blow-up doll. Not no fucking fleshlight pocket pussy real doll shit. I mean, blow up doll like you see on comedies. Like comedies from the 80s type blow up doll shit. So he was fucking it. (laughs) And he said he didn't like it. And then you suggested something. What did I suggest? You don't remember. 
Oh, what, to lube it up maybe or something? Oh, wait, I, I can think. Fill it up with water? <laughs> you remember now, motherfucker. I don't. Re- I actually, I really don't remember, but that's something I would think of. You fill it up with water. You told him to fill it up with water. You did. Yeah, but nobody could fill that thing up with water. You got to be good. You got to be able to like lay it down flat, get all the air out. When you're horny, you can figure shit out. You can MacGyver that shit. <laughs> he so, can't MacGyver shit, that motherfucker. Well, he did it because he came back to us and told us a story. Wow. All right. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on this, man. Yeah, he, uh, he lived with his father at the time. He had the upstairs room. And he said one time, now his room was kind of weird because it was his room, his sister's room, and another room, and then a, like a little hangout area. And his room was really small, so he said he filled the doll up with water, and he was fucking it in the hangout room. And Chris was Why would he fucking in the hangout room? Because no one was home. Why would he just go in his bed? I guess he didn't have enough room, or he wanted to keep it by the bathroom because it was leaking or something. I don't know. Uh, but he was a big guy. He's like, what, 250? Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's about 5'9", 250. All right, so the story he told, he was fucking it, and his father came home, he heard the door open, and he got nervous, and it popped on him. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm guessing a, a blow-up doll is probably like maybe four foot tall, five foot tall. I'm going to say it holds probably about... 10 gallons, maybe more 10 to 20 gallons of, of water. <laughs> that, that's like taking a full fish tank and, and just dumping it out. And he and said that he, he, he his, his weight, weight went on it and it and popped it, and the fucking, there was water everywhere and then just the blow up doll just lay, like the skin laying there. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. I know. It's, I, I can't believe I just remember that story just now. I can't believe uh, I don't remember the story so well. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, a classic <laughs> shit, man. I just I had to, <laughs> I had to ask you about that. Wow. So we're doing Skype right now. I'm at my house, and you're at your house. Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I'm recording right now, doing a podcast. Uh, I got my brother coming on at like ten. And I was already set up. The kids passed out already, and I, I got, like, time to kill, so I figured I'd throw that story out there for the people real quick. And uh, we haven't had you on in a while, so I figured I'd uh, let everyone hear your voice for a minute. I've been dying to get on, man. I, I, I had a lot of uh, a lot of topics I want to talk about, but, you know, one of them being anger. But now I'm starting not to be so angry. Why? Ah, you know, what, what really bothers me the most is that, you know, I work on construction sites and shit, and every once in a while you get, like, the like the project manager, the coordinator, you know, the general contractor, the guy who's in charge of all the trades. Right. Right. And, you know, they usually walk around like their shit don't stink. I know I, I know those guys very well. And the guy was kind of giving me a hard time a little bit because I'm younger. I'm not even that young. I'm fucking 36, but I look young. Mm. And he was giving me some shit, and me, I don't, I don't really take anything. So he said some fucking dumb comments, and I was like, all right, whatever. Fucking, I gave him like some, like I gave it back at him. I forgot what the actual topic was, but I, he said something, and I said something else, and then he just straight up hated me. And every time he, I would come onto the site, he would say something stupid, or he would say something stupid to me right. only when I was in front of people. But then when we were alone, he'd be on point. He'd be okay. 
Uh, I hate those fucking fucks. And then like, like for a quick for instance, you got the sprinkler guys. These are these are heavy money guys. You know, they make like close to sixty dollars an hour, and they're just waiting for somebody to show up. And I'm over there talking to them. Everybody's really good friends. Hey, how you doing? Ba ba ba. And uh, this guy comes around the corner. He's like, "Yo, Jason, what wh- what are you doing? You're holding my guys up. These guys cost a lot of money." Yeah. And in reality, I really am. I'm fucking off. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, no big deal, no big deal. I, I turn around, I, I go back to do what I'm doing. Granted, this guy is not my boss. I don't get paid by him. He's just, you know, the manager of the site. But out of respect, oh yeah, 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 all right, no doubt. Sure, I go I'm back. Sure. And the guys I was talking to, they come up to me later and they're like, yo, he, he goes, that guy just said he likes fucking with you. He said he was breaking your balls. And I'm like, I know he's breaking my balls, but I'm not going to challenge him. And this was happening every day. So I got fed up and I, I, I challenged it back and said, listen, I said, listen, guy, I don't work for you. You're not my boss. You don't pay me nothing. All right. Stop breaking my fucking balls. And he laughs and he smiles. Oh, I just like breaking your balls. I'm like, well, stop it because you're fucking annoying. And then the other day, yesterday, as a matter of fact, I walk onto the job site and I couldn't find my ladders and things got moved. He goes, yeah, I had to move all your shit because I told you you couldn't keep your stuff here. I was like, oh, you know now, very – Now he's making it real? Yeah. I'm like, you know very well I was coming here first thing in the morning and I was putting everything there and you should have said something yesterday if there was an issue. He goes, no, no. I'm just messing around with you. I'm just messing around with you. But if you challenge them, either they're going to get real forceful or they're going to get real fucking not defenseful and submit. And depending on the way these guys with power, because he's a man with power, he has more power over me in a sense. Yeah, and he doesn't want to be like the better man and not let it get to him and not let it corrupt him. But he just it, no, he's corrupting him. Meanwhile, I, I just what I'm trying to get at is you got these guys with power over you in a certain situation, like a cop, for instance. A cop has you pulled over, and he has the power, and he's gonna. And God forbid you say. Uh, you know, is everything okay? What do you mean is everything okay? I pulled you over for a reason, right? Or, yeah. you know, these guys, oh, it looks like you're late. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, well, you're late. Big fucking deal. I'm late. No shit. Or, or anybody makes... in a position of power who wants to fucking push their shit on you. That's what, that's what separates the men from the fucking frauds. Because a, a guy with power, a man with power... Who doesn't abuse it? That's a real man. A guy like that who fucking has power and he uses it against you, and he he jumps on every little sense of vulnerability or any little bit of weakness. In their hearts, they know they're fucking fake, and they know they're pussies, and they know they're not real, because that's all they got. Now, on top of this one guy breaking my balls, you got another guy who who is the customer who I'm working for. All right, and this guy is as young as I am. All right, but he's kind of nerdy and he's a little jealous of me, and I know it. All right, because he's not as fucking good looking, he's not as smooth, and he can't really talk as well. All right, and I know he's jealous. And I'm, I'm not being conceited or narcissistic. I'm just saying how it is. And this guy will come in and he'll say in front of somebody else, "Oh, look at Jason over here. He thinks he's a hot shot." Or this guy, oh, I gotta keep my eye on him. He's up to no good always. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you just shut up? And he's like, and, and they're like, whoa, who, who, who do you think you're talking to here? And I'm like, the guy who's breaking my balls for no apparent reason when I'm trying to work, not that guy. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just playing around with you. I'm like, yo, don't play games with me. And over and over, every day, the same shit happens, and I'm getting furious. So I, I tell my boss, I'm like, listen, this guy's really fucking with me, and it's getting to the point where I'm getting aggravated. He goes, don't let it get to you. Don't let it get to you. These guys are just idiots. Don't let it get I'm like, well, I'm telling you right now, it's getting to me, and it's bothering me. Yeah. So I came into work this morning. All right, on a Saturday, it's it's overtime. I don't want to be there. And as soon as they came in, the guy's like, "Oh, I moved your shit." I'm like, "Yo, go fuck with somebody else today. Leave me the fuck alone." And he goes, "Oh, it's mad. You, oh, you you sad today? You sad?" I'm like, "Yo, what did I just say? Go fuck with somebody else. I'm not in the mood for your shit." And right away, it nipped it in the bud. But if yeah, I was yeah, yeah. if I was like nervous, respectful Jason, who just wants to go to work and do the right thing. That guy would feed on me all day. Oh, but me being a nice guy and I like having a job, I, I don't want to be that guy. You know? Yeah, you know damn well he would fucking just, like you said, he would feed on you all day if you were that guy. But, dude, I, I need to, to find the trans, you know, I need to learn how to talk to people aggressively enough where they're not going to fuck with you. But I'm very respectful. If you're an older guy, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to do the right thing no matter what. Even if even if I don't yeah. work for you, I'm going to give you some respect. But it's guys like that that ruin it for the younger people who don't want to respect the older people. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of those guys out there. The majority guys are like that, unfortunately. Yeah, so... I don't know. This was really getting to me about a week and two weeks ago, and I wanted to let this go on the podcast. It when it was fresh in my head, and you know the anger was there in my heart. And every time I went into yeah. work, I was pissed. I knew what was going to happen. How many? Um, how long did that last? It's still it's still going on. It's been probably about. Oh, uh, that was today, right? Yeah, probably about a month and a half. Jesus. And it's not like I'm showing weakness by submitting to it. I just don't want to deal with it. And I'm aggressive guy now, so it, it's not like I'm I'm cowering to it. I'm just trying to do the right thing because it's work. Because if it wasn't work, there'd be a different guy. Yeah, no. You know, I like having a job. You know, I got bills to pay, so I'll I'll, I'll deal with some shit until the point I, I get set up, and then it's got to come out. I had uh, something with a a guy I work with, kind of the same thing. He was fuck with me a little bit, and um. He was kind of testing me, you know, because, you know, I don't have a very friendly face. I have a very plain, almost, I look upset a lot of times, but I'm not. You kind of look like a fag. With this what? Kind of look like a fag a little bit. Shut up. Ah. Shut your face. Anyway, so I got tired of this guy fuck with me. So I just walked up to him. I took out a piece of paper in my pocket. I wrote down my phone number. I slid it over to him. I said, listen. We're at a place of business right now. I can't, we can't, I can't fuck with you. You want to take care of this? Call me when you get off and we'll take care of this. Dude, I did the same exact fucking thing, just differently. Actually, I didn't do it. I didn't do it, but I had everything planned out of what I was going to say. And here's what I was going to say. Granted, this guy's probably in his mid-50s, okay? Decent shape. It's not like he's a fat mess. And the guy would fuck with me and I... It got to the point where I even talked about it with certain people. I was like, look, next time this guy says something, this is what I'm going to do. Here's what I was going to say. Hey, listen, I just want to let you know that 
whenever you want to come down to the gym and spar with us, you're more than welcome to come down because we need somebody to spar with. So whenever you're ready and you, you want to throw around a little bit, just give me, you know, just just let me know and you, you can come on down. And pretty much I was right. lying because there is no gym that has a spar. I just wanted him to know that I'm not afraid to throw hands. Yeah, Which, it's like you, you, you let him know without letting him know. But he knows. Yeah, but then, but then that shows weakness again because he won. Because now, oh, I'm pissing this guy off enough where it's going to get physical. And I have gotten physical multiple times at work. Multiple times. At least five times it got to the point where I'm in a, a, a pretty heated situation where it was fight time or it's going to be fight time real quick. And it got either fizzled or we tussled a little bit. And sometimes you become friends and sometimes you're, you're always enemies. But I'm just that guy. Dude. I really am. I'm, I'm, I, I am that brick wall guy where either you really love me or you really hate me. And I, people tell me all the time, they're like, I really hated you until I got to know you. I'm like, eh, you know. <laughs> I zonk him with that, another dick. Mean, that's all right. Yeah, oh, man, the whole... Can't go in, you can't go in fresh-faced, bushy-tailed, and fucking all smiles all the time. Because then everyone who sees that as a weakness or a vulnerability, they're going to try to jump on you and test you. And then you're gonna, Then that's when shit starts. But, you know, you come in hard and, and you let people know. See, but and that's the thing. You I, and you... I don't want to be that Monday morning asshole. I don't want to come into work and be like, oh, don't talk to me. It's Monday. It's Monday. Fucking this stupid shit. I want to go into work and be like, you know what? I'm going to have a couple laughs. We all got to be here. Yeah. We might as well fucking enjoy it. You know, it takes a little yeah, bit definitely. more. It's really easy to be an asshole. It's a little bit harder to be nice. And that's my motto right now at this point in my life. It's a little bit harder to be nice, and it's real easy to be an asshole. You can walk into work and just it's like, oh, fucking talk to me. Don't talk to me. It's a little bit harder. Like, yo, what's going on, man? How was your weekend? It's easy to be an asshole. I, I, I don't, I'm nice to fucking everybody until you're not nice to me or you try to pull some passive-aggressive shit on me. I remember one time some guy tried to t talk to me like, like he, he was my boss, like, Dude, I talked to him right away. I didn't even say anything. I said, yo, check your tone. Who are you talking to? Check your tone. It I depends on who you're right talking away. to. Hmm? It depends on who you're saying it to. It, see, that's the thing. That's I guess that's my problem is because we're people. We're men. I don't care fuck what I don't care what your rank is. You don't talk to me like I'm fucking less than you because then I'm going to talk back to you like you're an asshole. You see, so it's a far, little. I haven't lost a job yet, so. It's a little different, I think, in the whole construction world. Everybody. Let me tell you a quick story about that. Go ahead. You remember when I used to deliver the um to the uh, construct the uh the electrical supplies to the construction sites? Yes. I, I, now I didn't have a, a union card, so I would go into these places and be in and out. One guy, one time, this guy stopped me. He was like, do you know who I am? <laughs> he was like, I'm the Teamster boss. I said, all right, so? <laughs> like, I don't play that shit. I don't give a fuck who you are. I have to go over here. You're going to help me get there or not? Yeah, dude, the like, construction who, who site. Who says that? 
I don't know what it's like in other states, but we're in New York. New York has one of the biggest, you know, union strong states around. You know, I've been in situations where like you are not allowed on this job site. I've been put in a situation where they would tell me you have to you have to take those guys off the job site. They're not allowed to work here. If they don't have union cards, tell them to get their shit and get the fuck out of here before we move them for you. And Mm. I was the shop steward and they would say, listen, you know, it's your job, Jason. It's your job to make sure that union guys are on the site. If they're if they are non-union, they are not allowed there because let's just say everybody gets a rate of fifty dollars an hour. Those guys are only getting paid ten dollars an hour. So where's that other forty dollars going? Well, who who's getting it? The boss, the owner's getting it. So in other words, the customer is paying them a hundred dollars an hour. The boss pays them fifty dollars an hour, and that's how the that's how the business works. It's usually like federal or government or state funded. That's why these numbers are so big. So then they get non-union contractors that only get maybe ten dollars an hour, and the owner's taking the rest of that money, putting it right in his pocket, and it's illegal. It's totally illegal. So you have to make sure that they're not doing it. Plus, if they get guys that are going to do the work for less money. Who's to say they don't do it again and again and again, and then you're phased out. Right. And the quality of work is is lesser, and a lot of people are like, oh, union guys, you take forever or, or this and that. Those days are long over, bro. That shit was over with the 80s. No one's drinking on the job sites as much. No one's fucking oh, slacking around. like that. Business is business now. It's very cutthroat. If you're not pulling your weight, chances are you're going to get laid off and they're going to get someone else to do your job. At least at least over where I am. And uh, yeah, there, there's not that much fucking around anymore. Back in the day when I first started, we used to eat our lunch for breakfast and then go to the bar for lunch. And that's me, 21 years old, freaking slamming six beers down in 45 minutes and then going back to work. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I used to do the same thing, Mick, back then. Yeah, but you were just an outlaw. The world has changed. Yeah, everything's, you know, when there's less money, no one tolerates that shit. Everybody's tight. Everybody's tight. You know what's tight? Shut up. Your mother. I know where you're going with that. (laughs) I know you're going to try and edit that shit out because you fucking know I'm right. I'm actually. I've been having some uh, Skype issues lately, where my, I'm doubling up on my voice. Yeah, I can hear you echo. So I, I, it's bad. Oh um, man, yo! Soon we're gonna start doing the uh, old school BMX rides again. If you're interested, and oh, if nice. anybody and anybody else wants to do the old school BMX rides, we'll be in New York City. We're probably gonna do some Coney Island. We're definitely gonna do the Hudson River ride again on the Jersey side because it, it, you can see the city perfect. And I got an extra bike for you, and I got a bike for uh, Tony Russo. But yeah, I think we I think we got two bikes. If you guys want to ride with us, it'll be fun. Definitely be fun. How do you um? How do you train? You got like a giant bike rack? Yeah, I got a. I can put three bikes on my roof, and if we have to, we get another little trunk rack and put another two to three on there. Nice. That's that's what's up right there. Yeah. Where do you go from on the Jersey side? The Hudson River run. Well, like we got Hoboken to fucking. We park over down by uh, Liberty State Park. You know what that is? 
It's the yeah. it's the ass of the Statue of Liberty. You'd be looking at the ass. Right. We park around there, and then we ride north along the Hudson River, in and out of the piers. And the piers are where the ships would would go to dock in. So you figure they're like two blocks long. No inland, it's like a. And then you come around it, and then go in and out of the piers. And as night falls, and you see all the lights, it looks really nice. It's pretty good, man. Yeah, I was over there at nighttime once. Yeah, it's probably about eleven miles total. It's like six miles north, six miles south, and we're with like fucking twenty guys on old school BMX bikes, and everybody's you know thirty plus, thirty years old plus. It's like rad. It's like rad. Yeah, actually, I, I wore a rad shirt <laughs> last time. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. What are you trying to say? That that's hard work on a BMX, no? It is, but you know what? You're having fun, and uh, you know if you're there talking shit the whole time with your buddies, it's uh, it goes quick and you get good exercise. Awesome. Let me uh, what the fuck? Oh, let me give a shout out to Fancy Dance Champion on Instagram. You know who that is, right? I think he changed his name actually. Yeah, now it's like Fancy Dan's Hands or some shit. He was he was the drummer. Either drummer or guitar player for Murphy's Law for a little while. Oh, he was the drummer, I think. Yeah, and uh, he goes, I'm like, oh, that's really cool that you were, that you play for Murphy's Law for a long time. He goes, yeah, it, it was really cool. He goes, Jimmy G was a dick. <laughs> he goes, I wish you know, I never played for the band because I, I would still like him. To, to have the longevity and be the leader of a band for so many years... You you have to be a little bit of a dick. You yeah, I guess you're right. Guy. But it, I I don't know. I I felt like I was I was talking to a celebrity and he's riding with us, and I'm like, wow, you really fucking played? He goes, yeah, yeah, you know, from this date to that date, and uh, I think he played with uh, it was the Indian drummer that had the long hair, or was he playing? I bass? remember that. Yeah. So was he the drummer or was he the bassist? That the Indian guy with the long hair. That guy was a drummer. He was a drummer. All right, so I think he had the spot before the Indian or just after the Indian. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's a cool cat, that guy. I think uh, I think he does tattoos now. Big shout-out to uh, Kens1NY on Instagram as well. Who's Kens1? Oh, oh, that's another guy that, that rides old school with us. Yeah. Yeah, man. He, listened, yeah. He, checked in, he, he checked in on the show a couple times. How do you know? I was uh, he, he he I asked him a, he posted a picture of something, and I DM'd him and asked a bunch of questions about it, and he gave me a fuckload of information. So a uh, big shout out to him. And then he mentioned that he knew you. And you know, I know him through Instagram, and uh, we wrote a couple times, but to be honest, I don't know him know him like that. You want to give out your Instagram or anything before I let you go? Sure, it's Audi five thousand. O U T Y five zero zero zero. All right, thanks for uh, skyping in real quick, Jay. I'll be in touch, man. We gotta right, get man. together soon. All right, bro. Take it deep. Dick. All right, I'm um gonna pause it real quick before I call my brother and I try to figure out this echo thing again. Sorry.
up. Not growing old podcast. All right, we're back, everybody. Just want to take a quick, quick opportunity to uh, say what's up to my man Paul from Death Dealer. He's got a um, new album out. You can uh, check it out at deathdealerli.bandcamp.com. And also, I want to say what's up to Joe from League of Assassins. Go to uh, SoundCloud and do a search for League of Assassins. That's Assassins with a Z at the end. I'm actually going to end this show, <coughs> excuse me, with one of their production pieces. You got a, it's a, they're a production team, so um, check it out. I'm going to play it at the end of the show. If you like it, yo, reach out to them. I got to say what's up to uh, Stevie Mendoza, big supporter of the show, Heavy Metal Mike. Got to say what's up to him. And um, all the podcasts I listen to, you should listen to, The Manliest Hour, Tension Deficit Order, you know, Rebel Songs Podcast, Mandy, Pot of the Damned, those guys over there. And, uh, you know, all the new friends I've made, like the Lo-Fi Show, Dirty Angels, Pretty Freaks, The Green Up Podcast with Ryan, you know, the Moonbat Podcast. And I want to thank Tim Man from the Bats Podcast, B.A.T.S. for doing the show last week. Great job he did over there. And um, make sure to do a uh, rate review, subscribe, Growing Up, Not Growing Old on iTunes, and uh, go to GoFundMe.com backslash Gungo1. Uh, this my uh, Podbean subscription is up. It was two two forty last year. I don't think it's that much anymore. I think it might be like one fifty something like that. But uh, you know, that's a lot of dough right now. So if you guys can help me out, GoFundMe.com backslash Gungo the number one Gungo one. Also, I want to let you guys know that I'm making new shirts for the spring slash summertime. So be on out be on the the lookout. Not the outlook, the lookout for new Gungo shirts coming spring, summer. I'm just waiting for my brother to come online on Skype so I can call him. All right, Ann, welcome to the show. What's up? All right, thanks for doing it. Saturday night, it's like 10 o'clock. I know it's rough, man, but I really appreciate it. Yeah, don't worry about it, man. I don't do a goddamn thing anyway. Plus, it's so much easier with Skype. I don't even have to get up. Yeah, Skype is pretty uh, pretty cool. You know, I had... um. While I was, I actually set up a little early, so I had um, I had Jay on Skype for like twenty minutes there, uh, and he was talking about anger, like how he he has a lot of anger on a job site, and how he's starting to get a little better with it. But like um, this, let me tell you what happened to me the other day. I was in Seven Eleven, I was online. Um, the thing I was buying, I want to talk about too. But now the guy in front of me. Or, you know, the guy in front of me was the second guy from the register, you know? He yeah. had a coffee in his hand. That's it. Right. So, he he goes up to the register. The guy says, you know, 349 or whatever. He puts the coffee down, digs into his wallet, pulls out a five, gives the guy the, the, the money. Guy gives him the change, puts it back in his wallet, stuffs his wallet back in his pocket and goes. All right. That fucking bothered me. Well, <laughs> what bothered you, though? Why is he not ready? Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's the second guy from the register. He's got his coffee, which he probably gets every day, and he waits till he gets to the register to dig in his pockets? Yeah, I, I got to agree with you on that one. I, I'm the same way, dude. Bro, you, you're online, which means you're ready to go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ha yo, get on par. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when I go buy something, I'm ready. I'm I'm at the register for like 
I don't know, 15 second, 15 seconds tops. That's how you do it. Oh, dude, it's, it's got to be that way for yourself, for the people behind you, for the fucking register person, for everybody. It's got to be systematically done right. <laughs> and fucking when I, uh, you know, I don't really fuck with fast food anymore. But when I used to go into like Burger King, oh, my God, those people would fucking piss me off. They step up. I know it's been said a million times. It's like a cliche. The people will step up to the register, then look at the menu. That Dude, can I? Can I get a burger? Oh, no, wait. Can I get a cheese? <laughs> I fucking can't take it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You're online. There's a big fucking menu right in front of you. That's when you look at it. You look at it when you're not at the register. <laughs> Yo, next, let me get a number one with cheese, no onions, and a large Coke. Boom, you're done. 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 Number so, two so- and a six-piece. Yeah, large. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, like, wh- where does the anger end? Does it end? It does not. Bro, there's no way. If you're looking for an end, it's called a bullet in the head, bro. (laughs) Is that right? Bro, there's no way you're going to fucking... No way. Listen, the only thing you could do... Look, I've noticed a lot of people out there, how they handle things, and a lot of people blow things off. See, I can't blow shit off, but at the same time, you can't blow shit up neither. So you got to find a way... To make it right, you know what I'm saying? Like I listen, I got the hardcore band, you know what I mean? So once a week I get to fucking rant. You know, mm-hmm. I get to get thrown off Facebook now and again too for ranting. Right. But you know, you gotta find the fucking outlet, dude, or else you're in trouble, man. Yeah, we got um you know, you got the hardcore band, a breed apart. Uh that's a good outlet. You know, we go to shows, it's a great outlet. Um sometimes I rant on here, it's very rare. I haven't had any problems lately. But I think you're right, man. You need to have a little bit of an outlet. And that's why people get in trouble with this domestic shit sometimes. Dude, it, look, the thing, you know what, you know what sucks? It's kind of, it, it sucks because when, uh, I'm an angry fuck. So I got the band once a week in the studio. So that's good. You know what I mean? So, you know, you, you let it out. You fucking do your thing. You, you fucking get angry. And uh, I know I'm angry fuck because when I look at the other guys in the band, they're not nearly feeling it like I do. You know? Really? So I'm like, wow, I, 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 stand, I stand like different from them, you know? I'm fucking pissed. And as a, the best outlet is the fucking shows, man. But, you know, I don't get to go to enough. I'll tell you what. I just went to Kill Your Riders on Friday and I went to Nate Fest on Saturday and Sunday. Those are good fucking outlets. Right, yeah. But I don't get to go to enough shows, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear that, man. There's um summer's coming, so more shows are going to be start start coming around, but um it's not nearly enough to get that release. No fucking way, dude. You you can't go to a couple shows over the summer and get enough there's enough pressure building from every day at work, you know what I mean? A couple shows in the summer is not going to fucking uh release that much pressure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hear what you're saying, and it's like, oh, man, excuse me. And it's like every, but it's like just a little thing like that. Why is that angering me? Why does that bother me? I know it's like, I guess, like if I if I see an accident, I don't look in spite of everyone else, and no one's paying attention to me, but I do it in spite of all the other drivers looking at the accident. You do or you don't. 
I I don't look at the accident. Absolutely not. Me neither. In spite of everyone looking at the accident. <laughs> Yo, fuck that. Yo, I'm I'm all I'm the same way. Bad though. A few weeks ago, across the street from me, a couple houses down, the fucking house was in flames at like three a.m. Sarah, you know, Sarah's waking me up. You gotta check it out. I was like, yeah, what's the matter? It's like it's on fire. I was like, oh, all right. I gotta get up in a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Yo, what am I gonna do? Run out there? You know what I mean? I look. To be honest with you, I looked out the window. If it was a small fire just started, I probably would have ran out there to see if I could help because I'm fucking stupid like that. Yeah. I looked out the window. The fucking house was engulfed. Nah, time to leave it up to, to the professionals. No, that's right. That was beyond me. But I'm the same way, dude. I, I was just driving the other day. There was a fucking accident causing traffic. Dude, I go past the accident like it's not there. I like to, I like to get on the horn, too, a little bit. Yeah, like, yo, move your shit. Yo, let's go. Asshole, he's crashed because he was looking at someone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's another sign of us growing old or, uh, you know, well, you know, this show is called Growing Up, Not Growing Old, which is symbolic. But, you know, we're all, you know, technically getting older. But I think a symbol of that is not caring if you miss something. Like, remember when you were a kid, you had to go out every night. You didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. I remember there was this one time, uh, you know, my friend Billy G had UFC parties at his house every month, once a month, and um, I, would, I would never miss it. One time I wasn't there, it turned out there was a fiery fucking accident right in front of the house. And everyone was like, yo, you missed it, you missed it. I didn't even care. Like, I don't care yeah. if I miss shit. Yeah, you, you know what, though? I mean, when you're young... I, Time is a big factor. Like, you know, when you're young, everything ta- everything is, seems like forever, but it's really not. Like, what I'm what I'm saying is that, uh, I mean, I'm an old fuck now, dude. You know what I mean? Everything I've done, I've done a billion times over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you you the first the first hundred times you do it, it's fucking uh, it's interesting. You know what I mean? You don't want to miss nothing. It's still fresh. Yeah. Do it 600 fucking more times at 10 years later and you don't give a fuck. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, so. Plus, there's also sometimes you got the laws of diminishing returns where shit isn't as good as it was the first time. Yeah, bro. It's like taking a hit of crack. You chase the first hit, bro. (laughs) Chase that fucking dragon. You got it, man. I mean, that's what I heard, you know. Well, yo, let me tell you about the thing I was buying when I was on line on 7-Eleven. Dude, I was buying, buying coffee. Tofurky. Tofurky? Yeah, were you buying tofurky? Yo, I had some tofurky the other day. It was pretty good. Tofurky isn't tofu turkey, though. Tofurky is just a company that makes, like, vegan-friendly foods, but... Dude, I will shoot you in your kneecaps. <laughs> Yo, I had some tofurky. That was, uh... It was Italian meat tofurky. That was yeah, what it was called. It's die. pretty fucking good, man. Italian meat. But anyway, all right. Uh, yeah. I was buying coffee. Now, a couple weeks ago, I was ranting about I hate the coffee guy. Like the guy who I have to have my coffee in the morning. I can't function without my coffee in the morning. Oh, let me get a a coffee and a roll. Like I hate those guys, you know? Yeah, me too. First of all, that's disgusting. And, uh, you know, for the last three weeks, I've been drinking fucking coffee because I had uh, one night we were up late because the kids were sick or whatever it was. We didn't get that much sleep. So I was like, let me get like a little caffeine in me. So I got a cup of coffee. 
and I've been drinking it like three weeks in a fucking row. And it's like, I always have to fill a hole somewhere. Like, I was drinking Monster Energy drinks like nonstop. So I quit drinking that shit. Alright? But now I got this other thing I'm doing. Like, there always seems to be an addiction somewhere. Hey. <laughs> hey, you could be me and always have a fucking vice, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, comparable to a lot of people, what I'm talking about is very mild, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'll take the coffee, you know what I'm saying? But I, I know what you're saying, though. You know what I mean? See, I'm, I'm just like you, but on a, high, on, on a worse level. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that or no? Oh, what's that? What are you talking about? Uh, you go ahead, man. Whatever you want. I'm not afraid to talk about a goddamn thing, dude. Well, the thing is, here's the thing. Like, I don't have an addict, an addictive personality. I say that simply because every time I get into something, I drop it. Whether, whether it's drinking. You know, I haven't had a drink in 11 months. I haven't had a cigarette in like 15 years. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I always chalk myself up to not having an addictive personality, but yet I still have these legal addictions like monster. And now it's the coffee. You know what I'm saying? It's not really an addiction though, dude. Well, what uh, like habit? Like what, what's habit. A, what is no. an addiction? An addi- yeah. Nah, you got, you got a fucking little bit of a habit there. It doesn't even sound like it's fucking bad. You have a coffee in the morning. Everybody does it. You know, if, if you wake up one day and you fucking literally can't get out of bed without coffee, then you got a fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucking, I, I just started getting a headache like two hours ago, and I was like, why the fuck do I have a headache? Like, ever since I stopped drinking, I don't really get headaches, really. And I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, I ha- I didn't drink coffee today, or yesterday, and I'm, I'm having a caffeine withdrawal. No. Yeah, that's a real thing, man. It's It's a real thing, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, you probably just got a fucking headache, dude. I don't. I really just don't get headaches. <laughs> you did. You did today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. I. I don't know, man. I mean, dude. I. I know what addiction feels like, unfortunately, and it's a fucking real deal horror show, mentally, physically. The f- the fucking whole thing, man. It's, it's fucking bad news. I mean, I'm I know I'm I'm kind of veering off a little bit from the fucking coffee. Actually, you know what? We'll go back to that for a sec because I fucking hate people that say, like you said, they can't function without their coffee. Yeah. Yes, you can. You fucking asshole. You know what it is? You tell yourself, I can't function without it. I can't function without it. Just to be part of the coffee fucking crowd. And six months from now, you literally. Mind fucked yourself into not functioning without coffee, you asshole. Right. <laughs> and if I see somebody dip their fucking roll in their coffee, I'm gonna throw it in their face. Because, <laughs> bro, listen, if you dip your fucking, if you dip, you dip your roll in your coffee, bro, go and fucking eat a sponge because that's fucking gross. <laughs> Tell the truth, no? Yeah, I feel like I'm on the cover now too. Like I go into Seven Eleven in the morning. I'm with the coffee crowd. And, and and I'm like looking at them like they're either really fast in a rush or they're moseying along with their cup. There's no in the middle. I'm doing a little reconnaissance. Yeah, I could tell you got you're fucking in there with your eyes open, huh? <laughs> yeah, because he's fucking <laughs> listen, everyone I know drinks coffee, so you know, 
I'm not talking about everybody out there. Just the just the guys who have their. Let me get my container of coffee before work, and I'm gonna do sixty into the parking lot to get it. Yeah, no, I gotta tell you though, man, I do like coffee in the morning. <laughs> I don't know, just because I feel like container is like a working man's word. Ange was just saying she likes how he said container instead of cup. Contain. It's, it's very manlike. Yeah, it's contain. like. Oh, c- Get my yeah, container. Give me a container. Take a cup and give it to the fucking sissy. <laughs> go to the job site with my with my thermos. Yeah, go. Do you try to go to the job site with your cup? <laughs> so what is <clears throat> what is addiction? When you make excuses to get the thing that you need to get, you you convince yourself you you have to get whatever thing it is, or is it physical where your body is just telling you to do it? No, 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 dude. You're you're not convincing yourself of anything. Your fucking mind and body is telling you you're going. Yo, it, you know, you know, it's fucked up. I I always consider myself a pretty strong-willed person, like strong-willed to the point of uh, stubbornness. Right. When when I when I experienced addiction myself, yo. You you really ah, it's it's so hard to explain. All that fucking headstrong shit goes out the window because it doesn't matter what you're doing or what's happening at that moment. When your mind says you're going to go do your thing, it don't fucking matter what's happening or who's there or who's in trouble. You're gonna handle your business, right? But you're gonna go do your thing first. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, I, uh... It's fucking strange. It's it's weird, man. It, it'll break you down, man. And you know what it does? It forces you to soul search. Really? And I'm not a soul searcher, dude. So you're kind of looking in... You're looking inside yourself. Well, yeah, because you, you know what? You When you... When you're headstrong... And you do things, you know... You live life on your terms... And this and that and the other thing... And then all of a sudden, this little, this something like that throws you off. You got to really soul search, man. You got to search and find out, am I really that strong? Am I really that weak? What am I, you know? And, and I'll tell you what, addiction will make you soul search. So when you're going to get whatever it is you got to get, there's no logic. There's no thinking. There's no... You're gone. You're going. That's it. Yeah, you're, you're thinking. You're thinking what's the quickest fucking route. That's crazy. Yo, that's what yo. That's why there's people out there killing, fucking shooting people, fucking shooting up drugstores to get behind the counter. Fucking that sickness, the withdrawal symptoms are so fucking bad, bro, that you're gonna do everything you can to not feel that sickness. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so you'll go out there and you'll do the fucking wrong thing, man. And look, I I told you, I I know people that shot uh, that shot people with with nail guns, dude, to get what they got to get. It's a fucking crazy world, man. I mean, I'm not I'm not a ruthless guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know. I, I will reach out before I get to the point where, where, where I got to put a gun in someone's face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What um 
what's the story with the nail gun? Do you know the whole story behind that? Yeah, I do. What happened? Uh friend of mine who I know for a while, he uh he started with the pills. Pills get expensive, so he went over to heroin. So when you live when you live in uh, New Jersey, you go get your heroin, you go get it in Newark. Of course. All right, because that's you know that's where it's at. So the the thing with the with Newark is that if anyone I know you know and a lot of people around here know the thing with Newark is that it's no fucking joke, man. That shit's gangster. So um, anyway, it, it's cheaper than pills. So he started doing heroin. So he went up, and you know the, the one thing about addicts is that at some point or another you always run out of fucking money, and when you run out of money. You don't get your shit. When you don't get your shit, you get sick. When you get sick, you do crazy fucking things. So what he did was he uh, he went home. He loaded up his compressor, stuck it in the back of his truck, ran the hose underneath the back seat, underneath the front seat, loaded up the nail gun and uh, the, like the framing guns and uh, put it under his fucking seat. And he drove to Newark. And when the guy came over to the car, he, he grabbed the black dude's fucking... He, 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 uh, grabbed the dealer's wrist, pulled him in the car, blasted him like 10 times with the nail gun on the forearm. Uh, so he shot him. Oh, he shot him up with the nail with the framing gun, bro. And the guy had the shit in his hand? Yeah, he said, motherfucker, he goes, at first he wouldn't let go, so he had to pump like five extra shots at him, and then he let go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, then he went back to the, the same spot the next day, this guy. And the, guy, the same guy was there? No, the, the fucking guy who shot the dude with the nail gun went back to the same drug spot. And they, they weren't having it, though. This time they shot at him and fuck went out. You see the crazy shit people do? <laughs> yeah, that's some crazy shit to go back to the same spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's just, I don't know, man. I mean, look, I'll tell you what. If I was in that truck with him when that was happening, I would definitely take part in the situation. I'm not going to lie. I would definitely shoot that dude with the nail gun, too. The difference between me and somebody like that is I won't go home and set that situation up. You're thinking you, you, you would think about it a little bit? No, I wouldn't do something like that because, it, I mean, I've done some crazy things to fucking people like that. But, like, the only way I would do something to that extent, like with a nail gun and shooting somebody with it, is if I was with him and I didn't know it was happening. Like, if I didn't know he was going to do that and it happened, I would help him just to get out of the fucking situation. Oh, like, yeah, okay, I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not going to cower and be like, stop, stop, stop. If I'm in that situation, it, it's, it's you know, he's doing what he's doing. He's shooting this dude. I can't help the dude. He's getting shot with a gun. I'm either going to fucking help my boy and get out of this fucking situation or... I don't know what, but I would definitely get myself out of it by helping him. And if I was there, the dude would probably got shot 20 times. But I would never set that up myself. You know what I mean? You would never see me charging my compressor at my house to go to Newark and shoot a dude with it. Like That's some real premeditated shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not crazy like that, man. I'll get out of the situation, but you won't see me start it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. So that they shot at him when he went back, right? Oh, yeah, they shot at him. They, they shot at his fucking truck and everything. He got out of there, though? Yeah, he did. Yo, I tell you what, this dude, this dude, he's an old school New Yorker. Yo, he's an old school warrior, bro. He grew up on the streets when they were hard. He grew up on the streets when they were fucking tough. 
he made it through. Like, you know, this gangster shit, like in Newark, it don't scare him. You know what I mean? He grew up with white boys just as crazy. Right. So he's an old school warrior, man. But uh, it don't mean he's bulletproof, though. But he ain't scared, though. Put it that way. You still talk to that guy? I mean, how's he doing? Uh, the last time I heard from him, we I drove him to the airport because he was going down to Florida to go to detox, to go to rehab. He's going to the number one pill state in the country? Yeah, to get fixed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go figure, right? Everybody goes to Florida. Meanwhile, uh, the, only, the only place is bad as Florida is probably Staten Island. I saw, a, um, I don't know if you want to call it graffiti or a mural somewhere online from Staten Island. It said Pill Island. You know where that is? Yeah, I know where that's at. Yeah, it's in, um, I, if we're thinking, there's, there's actually a couple of them. There's, uh, there's Pill Island, and then there's the one that I posted. I can't even remember what the fuck I posted, dude. I posted one, too, where they spelled shit wrong and everything. But it's perfect. But, uh, yeah, Pill Island. It's on the South Shore. Why the fuck is, did Staten Island become the the, 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 the bad place? Crooked, uh, a concentration of crooked doctors? Is it just because it's in between fucking Florida and Brooklyn? Or Florida and a city? You know, I don't know, man. That's a good... I got to tell you, all the people that grew up in our neighborhood in Brooklyn, right, for the most part, they all live in Staten Island. You know what I mean? Not all of them is good. <laughs> you know, not all of them are good people, man. You know, they're out there on Staten Island. They're... Uh, see, that's, that's the thing with a lot of Italians, man. They'll go out there to buy a house. They'll have the family. They'll get the job. But they still hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit of this on the side, maybe. Oh yeah, always, man. It's like it's like part of their thing. I mean, I I've done it for years myself, like, and it's fucking crazy. Like, I mean, I'm I'm out of it now, but fucking, I did it for years, and you don't even realize you're fucking doing it, man. But uh, I don't know, man. I mean, listen, Apple, you know, they don't fall far from the tree, dude. You come, a criminal comes out to Staten Island and has a kid. The kid's got a little bit of criminal in him. I, who knows? Maybe it's like that the thing you were talking about. Maybe that's their vice. Uh, you know what? Uh, who who knows, man? But Staten Island is definitely infested. It's definitely infested. I mean, you got doctors giving out doctor's appointments at like 4 a.m., dude. Your appointment to see the doctors at 3 a.m. What the fuck is that? Yeah, so you show up at 3 a.m. and they got bouncers at the door. Yeah, it's, it's fucking nuts, bro. I can't believe what was going on. Yo, you got ice cream guys fucking selling shit out the ice cream truck. Bro, it's nuts, man. It's a big <laughs> business. It's a big money there. Oh, dude. You, yeah, Staten Island is fucking bad, dude, for sure. <laughs> Definitely a bad spot. It's, it's the smallest borough, the least populated. It's got more overdoses than any other borough. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Yeah, you, um... You... <laughs> Don't worry, De Blasio will get right on that. Oh yeah, he's right on it, man. He, yo, what a liberal, what a liberal wimp. Yeah, tell, tell everyone who De Blasio is. Oh, De Blasio is the mayor of New York City, and he's a liberal cunt. And he's now, not from New York. No, you know what? Too, you know what's, you know what's fucked up. Look, you look around at every ghetto. In the United States. And I'm going to point to you, the Democrat who fucking runs it, dude. Listen, I'm no right-wing guy. I've said this a million times. 
You know, I'm no fucking right-wing gung-ho Republican. Fuck you. But I definitely don't lean to the fucking left. But look, if you look at the ghettos, and you could Google this shit right now. Newark, Camden, St. Louis, whatever fucking ghetto you pick, there's a Democrat running that shit, dude. Democrats are weak. I'm sorry, they're wimps. De Blasio's a wimp. And uh, the crime is going up because he is weak. Democrats are fucking weak, bro. Liberals are weak. Uh, Camden is is like a whole nother country, man. Yo, they got that. Did you ever see that show Vice where they went to Camden and they looked at their police force? Yo, I, I've never seen that. No, I haven't. Well, Camden was so fucking bad. Camden is, uh, for those who don't know, it's, uh, in Jersey, right across the river from Philly. Murder capital. And it's, it was so bad over there and they were so broke. They couldn't afford cops, really. There was, like, no cops. So, what's his name? Christy? Christy, the governor... Is he the governor of Jersey? Of New Jersey. Yeah, he's the governor of Jersey. He created a police force just for Camden. Camden, And they have cameras. Listen, I'm not agreeing with this, but this is just what it is. Cameras everywhere. Everywhere. They have things installed under the street so if a gunshot goes off, they know exactly where it came from. And they have a giant command center. The whole wall is fucking screens. It's fucking sick. It's a police state. Have you uh, have you ever seen Camden before? In real life, no. All right. I have for the first time. Like, listen, you can tell me ghetto all you want. You know, I'm from Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island. I've seen, I've seen East New York. I've seen Jamaica. I see Park Hill, right? They're all fucking bad. Don't don't get me wrong. When we we go to Philly every now and again to get something to eat, you know, we get some cheesesteaks, we bounce around the city, me and the family, you know. It's a, I like that fucking city, by the way. A big shout out to Philly, by the way. Oh, I love Philly. Yeah, me too, man. I, I like it over there. But but anyway, I fucking when we go, we pass through Camden, dude. The only thing that I've seen that looks like fucking Camden is like. Beirut or Lebanon in the fucking 80s, bro. It's such a disaster. People living outright squalor. Like. Yeah, it's it's a war zone. It's fucking horrible. But, you know, on the other hand, do they even have any... Uh, do they even have any fucking drive to get out or what? Uh, yo, I don't know what the fuck is going on over there, but it's, it's, it's really fucking bad. They got to, like... Put some fucking hipsters in there. <laughs> Open up a coffee shop or something. You know, it's funny that I heard... I don't know how true it is, but I heard there are hipsters moving in over there. That's just yep. what they do, isn't it? That, that's what they do. The only problem is, it's a little bit different than New York because in fucking... In Brooklyn, there's brownstones. Brownstones, whether there's a ghetto family or a hipster family in the house, brownstone's beautiful. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Like, Camden's like row houses and fucking shacks, bro. Yo, go on Google Maps and just scroll through Camden, bro. It's a fucking dump. And they have a lot of, uh, they have an arena over there where they have, like, concerts and shit. But they yeah, call they it, it, it's it, like, it's a Philly venue, kind of. Yeah, yeah, they also have the aquarium, too, which is ridiculously awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, they have the Camden Aquarium, which is, uh... They say it's pretty awesome. I mean, I don't know. I've never went, but I'm, I'm, I'm probably, sh I'm sure I will be going there. 
you know? Yeah, bring something. Like what? Some money for some shit or like <laughs> a weapon? <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you know what? <clears throat> I still go back to New York, dude. If I'm going to go to the aquarium, you'll see me in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Yeah, we took the kids there a couple years ago. It was great. Yeah, you know what? We're going to do that this year, uh, our kids together, mine, yours. We're going to do Coney Island, man. Coney Island's pretty impressive, man, last time we went. Had a good fucking time over there. How is it since the hurricane? Since what? Since uh, fucking Sandy? Yeah. Yeah, didn't we go last year? No, we didn't. We haven't been there in a couple years. Nah, we just went. We did together. Are you sure that was last year? Maybe not last year, but Sandy's already a couple years ago, dude. Oh, I don't remember. But yeah. I guess it's the same then. But uh, no, no, yeah, it's all good, dude. I went. I we go at least once a year. I mean, uh, once a year is too little. But uh, we went last year. I think twice. Uh, I think we went together with you guys two years ago. Yeah, it's always a good time over there. I mean, we we love it over there. It's 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 a good time. I like to get the kids out into a different environment and stuff too. Yeah, you know what too. I don't care what anyone says. It's a good to me. It's a good environment because it's Brooklyn, it's Coney, it's edgy. You know, there's not not that there's danger. You don't want your kids around danger, but I don't want my kids around the fucking Brady Bunch twenty four seven, dude. No, they gotta have. You know, a, know what I mean? No, you gotta have a little bit of that. I don't know. I don't know the good way to say it. Uh, this is probably the wrong way to say it, but you gotta have a little hustle in you. You gotta get that. You gotta have street smarts. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong? What's wrong with that? You know, what I mean, I don't want fucking like I said. I don't want them around Brady Bunch all fucking day long. I want my kids around fucking Brooklyn people like us. The real world. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, there's a fucking real world out there, man. Everyone ain't like the way you said, like Brady Bunch. That's right. That's right. Open your fucking eyes. Take a look around, man. I want my kid to, you know, and, and I teach my son too. Like when we go to places like Coney. The people, listen, not, it's not the lesson that's going to be taught. is not that, yo, watch out because it's dangerous over here. The lesson that I teach my kid when I get over there is that you're online for the Wonder Wheel, let's say. Hold your fucking spot. Watch your shit. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not that anything's going to happen, but it, you're surrounded by people that are aggressive too, you know? Yeah, you always got to be aware of your surroundings at all times. Right. And what good is it? Being born and bred in the biggest city on the planet, and you got no street smarts from it, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you know what I mean, that's the whole thing with New York. I mean, I'm not dissing any other cities or whatever. You know, they all have their shit. Everybody's got their own vibe. But that was the thing about New York that, you know, you grow up there, you grow up anywhere, bro. And and I, I truly believe that New York is losing that. Yeah, I think it's the. Uh Again, I hate to go back to them. It's, it's got to be the out-of-towners coming in and, and just the the hipsters. Oh, dude, you, you want to hear a New York accent? You have to go to Jackson, Howell, and Freehold, New Jersey. That's where they're all going? That's where all the Brooklyn style people are. Now, granted, Staten Island still has a New York vibe. Because all the Italians from Bensonhurst and, and Brooklyn are living in Staten Island. So that's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. But New York is losing its fucking identity, bro. Like Sal's Hero Shop is now Subway. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I mean, we spoke about this before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like 
All these fucking commercial chains are fucking smashing the mom and shops. They're smashing the culture of the fucking neighborhoods. Like Leone's uh, heroes. They're not going anywhere though, right? You never know though, dude. Why wouldn't they? With all the people that are moving out of there, you know what I mean? With, with the product they make, they need big money to fucking keep it afloat. You know what I mean? The Chinese people that live in that neighborhood or the hipsters that move in or the Koreans, they're not going to buy fucking fresh mozzarella with fucking brazil, bro. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if Le- if Leone's closed, that'll truly mark the end of that fucking place, yo. You know what, though? I think Leone's sensed exactly what you said because they-, they were on o- Opie and Jimmy a couple times pushing right. that shit. So oh, they, they, they're trying to get bigger, you know? Well, you know what? With the social media... It, so you know you know what the problem is? Like, they're trying to get bigger, right? They're trying to reach out to Jersey, right? And other places, you know? Because, look, when you, when you go out to Jackson, let's say Jackson, for example. My friend Frank, he's got a pork store in Jackson called Tuscany. All their shit's from Brooklyn, so there'd be no reason for me if I lived in Jackson to go back to Leone's. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I missed that last, that last thing. Like, look, like Leone's, right? Yeah. I would have no problem taking a trip into Brooklyn and getting a whole bunch of shit from Leone's. Not one problem, you know, not one problem with that at all, you know? Yeah. But my friend, frankly, who's from fucking 13th Avenue, owns a pork shop, a uh, pork shop. <laughs> a, a, a pork store in Jackson, right? He's got all that Brooklyn shit right in New Jersey. Speaking of uh, pork stores, Gary just opened up a store in Westfield. Uh, where's Westfield? Westfield's like North Jersey, Cranford, uh, Westfield, uh, Clark. Okay. He opened up a store called Mazella's. So any any motherfuckers out there in... Uh, in Westfield Clark uh, Mountainside, go check him out, man. He's got all fucking good, good food, man. You know, when it's Gary, like, why would I go to Leone's if I can go to Gary's? You know what I mean? In Jersey. Yeah, of course. So basically, between me and a few other people, you're going to lose. You know, Leone's going to lose me because I got, you know, I got shit out here from the neighborhood. You know what I mean? And it's authentic shit, too. And it's real deal. Like Spumoni Gardens, for example. There's nothing like it, right? Yeah. Yeah, there is, man. There's a place of this guy from Brooklyn, from fucking Avenue U. He's got a place in Freehold called Brooklyn Square Pizza. Yo, it is Spumoni Gardens to a fucking T, bro. I don't have to go to Brooklyn. Yeah, they they're getting um, they're trying you know to get that new the new the new business. Yeah, so it's crazy, man. So as much as I want to go back to the neighborhood to chill out because it's where I'm from, it's where you're born and bred. You know what I mean? I don't want to cross two fucking bridges at $16 a fucking pop. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. You know what I mean? Where I could drive fucking a half hour and get the same exact thing. And they get their Spumoni from fucking LMB too. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's fucking nuts, man. I mean, you know, there's almost no reason to go. I, I don't like what's happening to New York, man. And, and it starts with these fucking hipsters and fucking de Blasio types and Bloomberg's. Yeah, those the, the those politicians, the, the the mayors and the governors and the like, they they're not even from here. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. You know who was from here though, Giuliani. And now look, I didn't like him because he fucking 
listen, what he did and what I don't like, it has nothing to do with whatever. I just didn't like him. But you could tell the difference between the Blasio, Bloomberg, and Giuliani. They are so fucking soft. Giuliani was tough. You know what I mean? He's different. Yeah. When that when that guy from fucking Iran wanted to come over here after 9-11 and visit the city, Giuliani was straight up was like, I don't want you in my city. No. As you should have. As you should. But you, you think fucking de Blasio is going to say that upset some Iranians? Boy, he's a fucking pussy. Bloomberg let that dude come over and talk at, at the college. Yes. You see? I think that's what uh, minute, minute fucking dinner John, I think his name is. That's right. That's right. Giuliani was like, no, you got no fucking business being over here. And you don't need, you don't, this is not a good time for you to be in my city. He shut it down. Oh, Giuliani's a racist. Motherfuck you, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? 3,000 people died. And I'm not talking about 3,000 soldiers. You're talking about fucking workers, Americans, foreigners. It's just fucking fuck you, man. At least Giuliani, as much as of a cock he was, he, at least he had balls, Mike, you know? Yeah. And why did he have balls? Because he was an old school guy from New York. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of his either, shutting down all the clubs I used to go to and everything. But you're right. You're, you're definitely right. These other guys, like just recently, de Blasio, I, I don't know if you knew this, but the, uh, what are they, the the real Jew, Jewish uh, sect, what are the they? Cynic, uh, the I don't, I don't. I think maybe, but one, whoever circumcises the babies, right? Uh, Yeah. Their, you know the story? No, go ahead. All right, well, their religion, after they circumcise the babies, they suck the blood out. So, being that me and you were circumcised, does that mean we got a blowjob from a rabbi? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the fucked up thing. The babies are getting herpes. So, de Blasio comes in. <laughs> Wait, Really? Yeah, this is a real story. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is a real story. Their religion, it's, you know, thousands of years old tradition. Now right. the babies are getting herpes from these fucking rabbis sucking the blood out of their little penises after they circumcise them. So, the, so you would figure, you know, stop that. It's fucking 2015. Stop that shit. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to suck. Yeah, right, yeah, go ahead, right. <laughs> right. So the Blasio cut a deal with them and said... You have to register before you do it, and if the baby gets herpes, we'll know who we'll know who did it. Oh Jesus Christ! You know, really? Like, yes. Really? <laughs> is that so, is that something that needs to be cut down? Like, you have to cut a deal to deal with that fucking thing. Again, he doesn't want to. He offend. doesn't want to offend. He doesn't want to be exactly, exactly, dude. Now. The, remember the protest recently? I can't yeah. get over that fucking story you just told me, by the way, about sucking the blood. And, that's fucked up, yo. But, but anyway. Wait, I just want to let people know to go look that up in case I'm totally wrong. <laughs> just make, Google that shit first. Yeah, just don't look like under the Inquirer. <laughs> yeah, well, the fucking the Daily Globe. Yeah, right. About the one they found the fucking Chinese baby with the four heads on fucking Neptune. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Yo. So remember the protesters? Yeah. Well, uh, what were they protesting? They were protesting that about that guy who. Um, I can't breathe. Yeah, I can't breathe. All right. So uh, what they did was they 
they were protesting and they fucking covered the Staten Island Expressway. They totally blocked it. Dude, listen. You, you fucking, as, as uh, de Blasio was the mayor at the time, of course, and he's just letting that happen. You can't let that happen. Why? Why can't you let that happen? Because if something happens, you're blocking up a, a major fucking vein in the city, bro. Ambulances, fire department, police, people going to work. You're blocking up the entire fucking place. Giuliani was on on the news and he was like, de Blasio played that all wrong. You let people protest by because it's their right. Am I right? It's their right to protest. You got to let them do it, right? Okay. You don't block major fucking roadways. They blocked the West Side Highway, too. They blocked the West Side Highway. They blocked the fucking Staten Island Expressway. They blocked the Brooklyn Bridge. Absolutely not. You cannot let people fucking do that. I'm sorry, dude. No. You let them protest. Like I said, that's their right to do so. You stop people. You know what? I might not necessarily believe what the fuck you're protesting, but I do believe you have the right to protest. Sure. Right? That's what makes this country what it is. Am I right? But he, he, you know, if he doesn't let them protest, he gets that big R on his chest. That's right. Exactly. And he's a fucking chicken shit fucking liberal. So he's fucking scared and he doesn't want that label. It's fucking nuts, man. And then the whole country is going that route. Political correctness is fucking destroying everything, Mike. Let me tell you. Political correctness to me is like lying. Why be politically correct and just fucking be right? Right, yeah. It's fucking nuts, man, because it is a lie. What's Look, right is right, and that yeah, should be it. That's right. What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. Like, let's say I'm your boss, and you're doing a shitty job on the route. Back in the day, I'd be like, bro, you fucking suck. I'm pulling you off your route. You're going to go stock or whatever the fuck it is that other people do yeah. when they don't drive or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Okay, fine. Nowadays, I got to pull you to my office and be like, Mike, listen, you know? Yo, you're not doing bad, but you could be doing better. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just tell this motherfucker. It's just like you're not fucking helping nobody, man. Everybody gets trophies in kids' uh, sports. It definitely, it's not helping anybody. You're right. It's not helping the future. It's not helping the guy. Yeah. There's winners and losers. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. People got to lose. You lose to win. You win to lose. You know what I'm saying? Plus, you're fucking, if you're giving the kids trophies for everything and congratulating them for everything and, and putting them on a pedestal for everything, what's going to happen when they get into the, in, into the real world and some, some real dude is going to fucking fire them, which is, a, you know, you lost, you know? Yeah, right. How are they going to handle that? i tell you how. They're going to go, they're going to go back to their desk and while they're packing their shit, they're going to call a fucking lawyer. And they're gonna get a phone to lawyer. They're gonna tell the lawyer why they got why they got fired. And so goes the story. You understand what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. Yep. And that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Oh, he was. Uh, I'm very uncomfortable with the words he used. It made me feel like a minor. Who the fuck knows, man? You, a lawyer, will exploit. They're they're fucked up too, yo. That's why the insurance companies are so fucked up. You know, people always complain about insurance companies, but. <clears throat> They're like the way they are because everyone's suing everybody. Of course. Like, look, what, 
Yeah, you can't get – listen, man. If I own a business, I have to treat everybody the fucking same. Like you might be a great guy to my business, right? But I also have to treat you just like I treat everybody because there's so many motherfuckers out there looking to take advantage of me. I can't decipher who's who. And I can't make rules for them and not you and you and not them. So everybody's got to be treated the same. So you could call up and be like, well, you know, and I take care of you like this and I pay this. I can't do anything about it because there's so many scumbags out there. It's fucking terrible, man. Yeah. You know, handshake and, and your word don't mean a fucking thing anymore. It really is a fucking, it's, it's really fucked up. It's invading everything too. Pop culture, movies. What? Ju- oh shit! Something just recently just happened. Oh yeah, there was a, a a comic book cover that got pulled. Oh come on! Yo, it was um. All right, do you, you remember the Killing Joke, right? Yes, I have it. All right, you know the cover very well. Then the way the Joker looks and what he's wearing. He's wearing that hat and everything. Yeah, yeah, great cover by the way. Well, there was a cover of a Batgirl comic book where the Joker is looking like the way he looked in the Killing Joke. And he's got, he's got, he's got, she's, she has a blood smile on her face that he put there. Right. And he has his left arm over her shoulder holding a gun. And she's got this terror, she's in her costume. She has a terrified look on her face and she has a tear coming down her eye. It's a fuck, it's my desktop right now. It's a beautiful cover. Right. And it got pulled? The artist pulled it because people were complaining. Why, wait, what was the complaint? That Batgirl, what? Wait, what was the complaint? Batgirl's a superhero, and she's a woman, and she's in that position of weakness, and she's like crying. And some people, I even read, some people went as too far as far as saying the way his gun is like draped around her shoulders, it's coming down between her tits, and that looks sexual. It's fucking sickening. And the artist pulled it. The artist pulled it. Yeah. Well, fuck him. He shouldn't have. He should just... Exactly. It's a fucking... You got to look it up. It's a beautiful cover. You know what? The the, the end of this country is going to... We're going to implode from within. You understand? You're su- this is a country where you're supposed to do what you want to do. Am I right? Right. Okay. So, Obama is telling you you have to have coverage. But wait, I thought if I do what I want, no, you have to have coverage. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's just the beginning. Like, you know, the Second Amendment thing is fucking bad too. Like, you know, it, it's just everything is. You see where it's going. Like, you can kind of see it. See, you go. You could see it going in the route of people burning books one day, bro. Yeah, they're gonna burn books like fucking Nazi Germany, brother. I think, I don't know if everyone's so comfortable with their shit. Everyone's comfortable with their distractions, with their TVs, with their Xboxes, with the internets, with their couches. Like, no, it's not like the old days, like the original revolution or whatever. Everyone's (laughs) fat. Yeah, exactly. You know what the fucking problem is, too? Everyone's fat. They're content. They're comfortable. But the worst part is. They feel that they know. Now, look, I don't know nothing about living in fucking squalor, all right? 
But I don't know nothing about living in a fucking mansion. But I do know this. I do know what it's like to live four people in one room in a fucking house of fucking eight people in a fucking house full of cockroaches with nothing to eat. I know what that's like. Okay? Yeah, I, I, I kind of remember that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Of course you do because you were there with me. All right? Now, that doesn't give me the fucking right to speak beyond my means. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you take away my Xbox and you take away some shit, I'm not going to be fucking that pissed off. You know what I mean? If you, you, I know what it's like to have nothing. So when we, when we get some shit, you respect it. You know what I mean? The people that fucking ruin this place are the people that have shit and don't know what it's like without it and feel like everyone else should have it. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Yep. It's fucking, it's, it's nuts what's going on right now, dude. You know what I mean? My house is not a fucking castle. It is not a castle, but it's fucking mine. I took no handouts getting it. I took no free money from family. I took no free fucking money from the government. It's mine. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? Then again, it kind of isn't yours. Because if you want to... You could look at it that way, too. Because yeah. if you want to do something, they, they you got to get permits. You got to pay for everything. It's fucking sick. You know what? That's why when I do shit, I don't get permits. <laughs> yeah, if they don't come around, they can't they can't find you if they don't find it. You know what? We just fucked the only the only time I got permits is when I was doing my fucking driveway, my front steps, because I had a fucking backhoe in here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was driving a backhoe my in my <laughs> my driveway. Yeah. So there, there was no way to hide that, you know what I mean? But you know what, but I, regardless, I, I see where you're going with that, but you do have to let them know what you're doing. They're not necessarily gonna tell you no. But they're kind of going to tell you how to go about doing it. You know? Yeah, but I know, I understand what you're saying. You're right in that aspect. And believe it or not, I mean, it is mine, but it's kind of the banks until that mortgage is done. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up, too. Listen, I'd rather pay the mortgage, you know? What I, mean? I mean, I'd rather not, of course. Yeah, but of course. At least, at least I know this is mine, you know? Yeah. Uh, to, a certain, to a certain aspect, you know? Yeah, 100%. I'm with you. There was um someone told me uh, heavy metal Mike told me that uh check him out on Instagram heavy metal Mike Jesse Ventura is gonna try to run for president or something he's got a bunch of videos out there did you see this <clears throat> I didn't know he was gonna run for fucking president that's kind of crazy uh, but yeah. I've seen some of the things that he puts out there about uh a lot of different things yeah <laughs> uh, he's out of his fucking mind you know what's fucked up though. If he ran for president and got it, I wouldn't really want to be shocked. Nah, I don't know. I don't. I would. I would that be shocked. Happen. I would be shocked. Would you? I was shocked when he was the governor of fucking Minnesota. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, our president can't even fucking come up with a birth certificate, dude. Yeah, but he. I mean, really? You know why? Why wouldn't it get? Why wouldn't it progressively get worse? You know what I mean? Why not? You know, he doesn't have a birth certificate. He's a fucking liberal. He smoked weed. He's the president. Well, this guy's a liar. This guy's a fucking funny. Why not him be, you know what I mean? Because Je Jesse Ventura is white, first of all. Right. So, you know, Obama is black. Hillary is a woman. So people, like, give them passes almost. 
No, no, you're right. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. You know, he doesn't have a, have a he doesn't need a bus ticket because he's fucking black or whatever the fuck. That's why you don't hear the news state. I don't really watch the news. But, you know, I glance at the paper and I listen to radio and I listen to a lot of podcasts and you don't hear people in the media bashing him. No. Because they're no. automatically you're a racist. Or if they if if Hillary, you know, if Hillary Clinton is the president, they won't bash her because she's a female. So automatically you're sexist. But, yo, Jesse Ventura, he's just a white dude. So he's fucking open, open target right there. Yeah, but you know what, though? Let me ask you. How the fuck do you not bash Obama? How do you not? Oh, well, everyone does. Just how do you, not how? anyone with a microphone on, on TV. Can't you? You know what I mean? Yo, the whole world had a conference on terrorism. He doesn't go. You know what I mean? Was that, the, was that the French, the thing in France? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you don't go? I mean, dude, really? <laughs> you got to go. Like, how do you not go? You just told the whole world, I'm a fucking Muslim. And there's nothing fucking wrong with being a Muslim. There really isn't. Nobody gives a fuck. There's a billion Muslims in the country, man, and fucking there's a billion Muslims in this fucking world, right? So many of them are peaceful. But, yo, it only took about, what, 20 of them to take down the fucking towers? Yeah. So don't give me that shit. Muslims peaceful. Okay, fine. It's peaceful. Millions of Muslims are peaceful. Yeah, that's fine. But we don't give a fuck about the peaceful ones, you dick. Right. It's the fucking, it's even if there's 10 of them that are militant, they fucking, one of those 10 can blow up 30. 100%. It's, yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. No, I mean, Germany, right? Most of the German people didn't want to deal with that shit. It was the fucking Nazis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the fucking, the Japan, you go on and on about the fucking people. The people are mostly fucking peaceful people. It's just the fucking, the militant minority fucking makes it happen. You know what I mean? They spread the fear. Whenever there's some kind of terrorist act that the Muslims are responsible for you won't hear him say muslim in, in in um in connection with that act he'll never say it problem number one right off the bat i think they say um what do they say islamic they don't even say that i think they say extremists yeah they but he won't say he won't say what they are because he doesn't want to offend the whole group that's problem number one you got listen you got to call a spade a spade my man you know That's what I mean? That's what it is. And you got to give them people, well, maybe not maybe not nowadays, but I would say give them people credit enough to know that you're not talking about them. But that's it, not the way it is anymore because people generalize everything. So, You know, I that whole fucking thing with the Muslims is driving me crazy. Now, listen, believe it or not, there's going to be some places where they're going to have Sharia law. Now, what I is mean, that now? It's their fucking way of doing things. You know what I mean? It's their way to govern the people. Like, you know, you can't fucking do that here, man. We govern in the United States. We do things the way we do them. When you come here, you embrace that. But this liberal fucking crap that goes on with guys like de Blasio and Obama and that dumb fucking white man Biden, you, you, you could... Do what you want. You know, you don't have to embrace this country's rules. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
You got fucking Muslims that want to be police officers, but they will not take off their fucking turbans or whatever the fuck they're called. Dude, if you want to be a police officer, you want to be you want to be a police officer. A police officer doesn't want to be a Muslim. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're choosing to join a fucking group, assimilate to that. With a uniform. Right. Not a fucking turban, man. Oh, it's my religion. I will not take it off. Then you ain't being a fucking cop. <laughs> right. I can't get over it, but you'll see at some point, guys like the Blasio will be like, no, no, he can wear his turban. Just quiet down. You know, don't offend him. You know? Right. Oh, boy. It's going to get bad. I mean, I, I if I would have known things were going to get so fucking bad, I probably wouldn't have had kids. <laughs> it's fucked up. I know, man. It's It's... People are so scared to offend everybody. But then again, everyone is getting offended at the same time. Exactly. So there's no fucking win. You know what's going to happen when a Republican gets back into the presidency? When there's a Republican, the presidential chair, and they try to change things to make things American, that's when it's going to fucking erupt. It's going to fucking erupt <laughs> because the fucking left is not going to have it. They're not going to have you enforce American ways of life on these people. Um, dude, it's going to get bad. I mean, listen, if I have to fucking even think about my daughter or your daughter, my, my fucking niece, my nephews in fucking uh, turbans and burkas, I will fucking end them. Yeah, it's sick. I will fucking poison all of us before that happens, brother. Fuck that, yo. Who, um, <clears throat> so what is it? What is it? We got a Bush and a Clinton next year? You know what? What do you mean? Like literally like a fucking a like, Bush? Like Jeb Bush? Yeah, like going, you know, going for the presidency. Uh, like that's the problem. There's like, there's no other guy. Yeah, that that's, uh, yeah. I mean. There's nobody in the middle saying, you know, some of what they're saying is all right. And some of what they're saying is all right. Let's let's. There's no middle ground. Everyone is so married to their fucking parties. There's never been more separation than there is no, now, ever. Because even when one side is right and the other side is wrong, or whatever the case is, because I'm a Republican, I can't agree with a Democrat, even if the Democrat's right and vice versa. And that's fucked up. And that's where it's gonna fucking end. It's bad news, man. I mean, that's why I lean to the right, but I stay independent. I'm independent, but I lean to the right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, listen, you want to get fucking, uh, we could go on and on with this, bro. But I, I lean to the right because I don't, you have to see both sides, man. But in politics, there's no gray area. That's, I, that's, that's the problem. And that's the fucking problem. Now, it's a problem. That they don't, but it might be a problem if they do. It's such a bad thing, man. It's fucking bad, yo. You know, they call independence because they can't make up their mind. The choice to be an independent is making up your right. fucking mind. Am I right? Right. That's the choice. That's my choice. I've made up my mind that you're right here and you're right there, and I think this. Republicans, nope. You either got to come this way or you go to the other way. And Democrats are the same way. The problem with the Democrats is that they're fucking loose cannons. If you if you watch or you you have an argument with a Democrat, right? I, I can almost guarantee this happens almost every fucking time. 
you can argue back and forth, right? You coming from the right, him coming from the left. Yeah. At one point, they will call you a name. I guarantee it. What do you, what do you mean? They will say, you, you fucking Democrats. Are, uh, I'm sorry. Republicans, you just fucking stupid and naive. They will start name calling every then, fucking time. Then you've just won then. Exactly. Now, the Republicans, on the other hand, like I said, I'm not a Republican. I don't. I lean that way. I want everybody to know that. I keep saying it. I want them to know that because I might be coming from their point of view. Right, but right. when you you don't see Republicans calling, it's like, it's almost like you don't see them calling name calling. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I argue with you and you're a Democrat and you start with that idiot, I'm an idiot shit. You just told the whole fucking planet that you're the idiot. Yeah, exactly. The only problem is when you got a majority of the people. Think that it's okay for you to call somebody an idiot? That's the problem. You know what I mean? That's the problem for the other party. When when everybody thinks everybody look, thinks it's all right because they're yes. married to it. That's right. You fucking exactly. You know, when when the whole fucking world lies and you tell the truth, you're the fucking liar, dude. Yep, you're right. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking nuts, man. This is uh. State of the country address tonight. Yeah, I'm not. Yo, I don't even feel like smiling right now. I'm fucking angry. <laughs> they, right back to the angry thing. That's awesome. Big, uh, did a big <laughs> circle right there. Right back to the anger. Got hit up from Japan. Uh, going off the subject, by the way. What'd you do? Uh, a Breed Apart NYHC. Yeah. Uh, some dude in Japan wants a CD. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, really that's great stuff. Fun. Yeah, he uh, actually told him to hit you up on Instagram, yo. Oh, I got to check that because I, I got something that looked funny. I guess it's him. Yeah, he's a uh, uh, Japanese dude, and he um, he reached out to uh, off our friend Karoshi. Yeah. And she reached out to me, and, um, she, and it just so happens that Karoshi used to live out there in Japan. Oh, I got him right here. All right, cool. Yeah, he's like Tamayoti or something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Well, Karoshi used to live out there. And uh, you know how she is with her hardcore, man. She's, like, real passionate about her hardcore whatever. Yeah. And uh, I guess she gave him the tracks. He fucking loved it, man. He hit me up on Instagram. He hit me up on fucking Facebook. He sent me his fucking address, which is, like, six lines long. <laughs> Tamayuki, Samadura, Hatoro, Japan. I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, man. How, how do I even format that? And I, it's funny because I asked him, you know, how do I format the address? And he replied, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I guess I got to figure this out myself, huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great, though, man. Worldwide. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, he hit me up. Uh, I'm going to send him a shirt and a disc, and I I actually tagged you on the thing. So uh, I was like, yo, hit up Gungo fucking podcast, you know, hardcore politics, this, that, the other thing. And he was like, oh, I'm followed. So he followed you today. All right, let me give him a big shout-out. If you got on Instagram, go check out my man, I don't know how to say Dejario. I think D I G G A R I O on Instagram. Big shout out to Dejario. There you go. And Karoshi, Karoshi's the bomb, man. Every time, bro. She's nothing but greatness. Yeah. Big shout out to Karoshi nine one one. I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, yeah, thanks for doing the show, man. I really appreciate it. You got it, brother, man. Anytime. I'll uh, talk to you soon. You got it, bro. 
All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. A uh, bit of an extended episode this week, but I'm sure you don't mind. And like I said earlier, I'm going to end the show with uh, my man Joe from League of Assassins. Later.